Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. Before your favorite AfterBuzz TV after show begins, I'm so excited to tell you that my new cookbook is out. It's called The Every Girl's Guide to Cooking. It's the quickest, fastest, easiest, most amazing recipes for kitchen newbies and chefs alike. Please check out mariamenounos.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> What's up, After Buzzers? Talk with us. We are uh, about to get this party going. It's my first time doing a, a lead host on the After Buzz <laughs> Network, and I couldn't be more honored. Thanks for letting me guys uh, come on here, After Buzzers. We're going to have an amazing episode. It's season five, be the uh, Teen Wolf season finale of uh, the episode Apotheosis. And what better person to have is one of the writers of uh, Teen Wolf, Will Wallace. Give it up for Will Wallace. Absolutely. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, thanks. thanks for coming with us. Yes. And we have the lovely... Oh, hey guys, I'm Courtney Tezno. Keep in touch at Tezno's. Use that hashtag. It's the same thing every week. Use ABTV <laughs> Teen Wolf. I'm so sad. This is the last day. <laughs> hey, you guys. I'm Kristen Snyder. You can follow me at Cinematic Escape. Where can I follow you? <laughs> you guys can there. follow me at, at Cody St. New. C-O-D-Y-S-A-I-N-T-N-E-W. What's going on on the couch over what? there? Oh, we're partying up on the What's couch. What's up, yeah. everybody? <laughs> Malady here. You know, I gotta go all Teen Wolf on you with our Teen Wolf finale. We're on the couch. We're in the chat room here. Go to youtube.com slash afterbuzztv. Join the live discussion and talk to my lovely co-hostess. I'm Elena Jordan. You can find me on Twitter at <laughs> Elena Jordan. Elena Jordan. <laughs> Elena, do we have a special treat? Um, we do have a special treat uh, today in addition to our amazing guests which are treated up in themselves. They're so sweet. So, the first episode, we uh, all talked about different bets that we would make mm -hmm. if different things happened, That's which is right. why Ryan's been rocking these awesome Teen Wolf claws <laughs> yes. all season long. I feel, like, I feel long. like I won, though, a little bit. And Courtney and I, we both said that we thought that Theo was truly evil. Yes. We said if we were wrong, if he turned out to be a good guy, I would bring wolf-shaped cookies but because he is not, <laughs> he's very bad. much very not bad. the case. He's bad. I what do you got for us? Have oh, some cupcakes that say Theo is evil as F. F. Were told to you <laughs> by Courtney and I on episode <laughs> one. And there you go. Yeah. How is that? Is it good? No, no, no. I'm pretty sure you should feed one to the wolf. It's sweet. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't I, know where so this finger's been, but I don't care. I knew there was a purpose oh. for those oh. nails. You get, mm -hmm. you, you get yeah. the tea. This is that good. I'm just going to put these right over he here. Put and the tea and Melody, right? <laughs> I'll share with you guys later. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't trust you I don't trust yeah, I, don't, I don't believe him either, actually. <laughs> That's so sweet. So we got it's, cupcakes. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get this started. Let's uh, Theo Ducalian. Wow. Talk about twists. Yeah. Twists upon twists upon twists. Will did I have a question for you? Did um, 
the idea of Deucalion, was that him tricking Theo into killing his pack members? Is that what he was doing? He wanted it to just end up to be Theo? Like, was he tricking him to exactly. kill off all his... Killing the pack members probably wasn't in Deucalion's plans, because Deucalion, as it turns out, is a good guy, and he was working with Scott the whole time, and we know Scott's stance on just cold-blooded murder, you know, <laughs> so that was a little uh, a little unexpected from, uh, from Theo on Deucalion's part, but it still got Deucalion and Theo where they needed to be at the end of the season, sadly. Mm. But, of course, Theo's terrible, so he's just going to murder. Yes, Theo's terrible. What did I write down? Theo sucks. Yes, right there. <laughs> yes, he sucks. He's the worst. Cold-blooded. Oh, what about Cold-blooded. Anybody shipping Theo and Tracy? You type. No. I can. Yeah. For about wow. five seconds, where it's like, this is getting... Oh, my God, no. I, yes. I was like, whoa, where is this new shipping coming from? And then, you know, he went and killed her. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> oh, it's a that's, bad, that's a bad shipment right there. Oh, sure. yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yes, that's nice. Good nice. job. <laughs> a shipwreck, if you will. Thank you, thank you. Many uh, more to come. Yeah, that was a bummer, especially since this show is all about the love. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, true love conquers all. Unless you're making out with somebody who's evil, yes. like yes. yeah. I would have liked to see that stabbed. early on, though, like him kind of his relationship with Tracy early on, because then I would have sort of believed it and not seen it coming that he was going to kill her. So you saw it coming. Oh yeah, I mean, I think we all knew he was just going to keep going till there was no one left to kill. I mean, I, I thought that. I just didn't think he was going to kill her while he was making out with her. Now, that <laughs> that threw That's me never happened, Courtney. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's ever stopped your heart before? <laughs> weird. Mm. You're weird. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know? Okay, I want to talk about the fact that Theo was bitched by the beast. That's what oh, I called yeah. it. I mean, what Man. did you guys think of that scene? Like, he really thought he had him. Uh, talk about, uh, you know, an, an experienced, you know, power trying to go up against, you know, a 1,800-year-old, you know, beastly werewolf. Um, I don't know what he was thinking there. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't thinking. Well, no, and that, that's definitely something we, we talked about in the room when we were breaking all that. And we knew this is where it was going to end at some point. And it was really just, you see it on Thea's face. It's just the hubris that he can mm. do this, you know. And he tries so hard. He's like, yeah, I got this. And then nothing's happening. And then, you know. Uh, 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 Sebastian transforms, and you're just like, this isn't going to work out for anybody, you know. And and that was something we talked about a lot uh, early on, you know, at the very beginning of five A. Was just Theo is is very full of himself, and if he sets his mind to something, he's going to do it, whether or not he actually succeeds in doing it, you know. And it was just he his own ego just blew his ego out of proportion and so he just thought he could do anything and then you know stepping up to this massive massive powerful werewolf he's like oh I got this I like that line that I was gonna um, say are we that on the same Sebastian way? said about people our age or what's with it with young people having such confidence yes. and my answer was you too <laughs> <laughs> social media one of the actually the line I was going to talk about I wanted to know if you wrote this is Ducalian said to Theo um, your willingness to turn on everyone will come back on you and that is the moment I was like Theo is about to get bitched and I was waiting oh. on it <laughs> but you know I think it was a really cool choice of the writers to make a character just so full of himself regardless of himself caring about the outcome because then you're going to get such extreme actions from them right um, and not knowing what the outcome is going to be because they're going to do it regardless so that was really cool mm-hmm. right and and you kind of feel you know as theo is is killing his pack slowly and he's getting all these new powers you kind of think like is he going to do this like is this Pulling possible you know because we've never seen you know something like the beast before so yeah. it, it it turns into something that's all about pain and then discovering it's like oh well the beast 
might not be feeling any of that pain that you're supposed to be using to take all the power. And then again, it's, you know, he has, you know, electricity hurts werewolves and cannibal venom hurts werewolves and all that. And then the beast is just like, what? Is that all you got? Oh, you know, and man. you just see that heartbreak on Theo's face. You Can know, we talk course. about Theo's end? Yes, oh. let's go for it. What? <laughs> yeah, what? That, that was pretty crazy. So, you know, I, I, I didn't exactly understand what was going on. That he, he shot this electrical current over at Kira, and then she, like, used it against him and opened up this, like, almost hell portal for Supernatural. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, I mean, we've seen from Kira in the past that she's able to take a lot of uh, energy into yeah. her and, and all that, and so he's able to give it out, and she's just able to take it, you know, that her powers have come that far that she can just take much more than originally uh, any of us thought she could, and then, you know, uh, opening up that portal, you know, was shocking and amazing and all that, and clearly the Skinwalkers have already been teaching her something, you know, because that's how we see the Skinwalkers emerge, is the ground opens up and they come out, you know, looking all badass, and then so... If something can come out, something can go back in, you know, and oh, Theo are we to, goes in. Are we to assume that that was his sister dragging him to hell? Is he gone now? Could he come hell back? Hell might, you know, <laughs> we might not want to give it a name specifically yet, but he he was drugged somewhere probably very unpleasant. You good, know, good. And, I, I know where like I'd want to wake up uh, after yes. a fun night. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Theo isn't gone, though. I'm, I'm hoping, even though I don't like Theo, I feel like he did add a little something. Mm-hmm. So hopefully next season we'll see him. And they, we actually have one of our fans, Stephanie. She tweeted, will Kira be back in season six? Um, were elements of her story shelved for 5B when Teen Wolf was picked up for season six? So that was a question for you. Season six, I can't really talk about it at the moment. We are <laughs> in the early days of writing and we are still shooting. You know, we just started shooting and all that but there's a lot of good stuff to come and you'll just have to come back when we premiere season six to see when it happens but do, it's going to be off the hook. Do we have a premiere date? Not yet we don't okay. but okay. Uh, we are working as hard as we can to, to get it shot and uh, it's going to be awesome no matter when it premieres so you have nothing to worry about. He, say, he answers the same thing I do whenever they ask me like you know can we give them like nah I can't uh, they'd kill me. They'd, kill me. <laughs> like, they'd, 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 they'd pull a Theo MTV would on me. Yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. No 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 absolutely. But there was the that little preview for season six that they put out, uh, you know, and there is a shot from season six actually in there, you know, and it's fun. And if you watch closely, you'll see something that maybe you don't recognize, and that could be from the next season. So, oh. so that's yeah. a nice wow. hit, Will. Yeah. I get excited. I it's exciting. Scott said basically the same thing all of us wanted to say when she's like, I have to go. And he's like, but for how long? Right. She's like, for as long as it takes. It's an unsatisfying answer. Very. Until, <laughs> until season six, I think is Come what she back meant. To me. Yeah. <laughs> until next season. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Swirly dust, yes. Oh, man. The, the chat is just blowing up today. Everyone's loving it. Um, Everyone loved to uh, see Theo go, but they believe he will be back. That's the consensus. There we uh, go. I like that. His, his love to hate him. Into hell, were satisfying. Um, you know, actually, though, I'm going to point out. I think it was uh, Boo sixty nine bees uh, who uh, <laughs> who asked Atlanta uh, to explain you. Hold on. Hold on. Can we replay that? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Come back to them. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, uh, we just wanted to comment on on your very appropriate blood spatter oh. dress. Yes. Yeah. Just yeah, coming in with the cupcakes. The dress. I mean, little Patrick guys, goals. Yeah. Right here. American Psycho. Got That's a, good. It's my ode to Theo because I think he's the new American Psycho. Oh. oh I like that. Yeah. Boom. Very nice. But no poncho needed. 
Nope, no poncho needed. Go. I just want to make one Kira, uh, Kira comment before mm-hmm. we move on. I felt like it was sort of appropriate her leaving because we got that whole Allison coming back, right? Mm-hmm. That's oh. how I felt. Oh, man. Which we can talk about more later. You can, yeah. yeah. It was good. It was very, uh, it, it makes you feel all the feels it, when it, all it, that it, happens. It, so all the feels. It's good. Yeah, especially whenever, you know, he got that flashback of, you know, Allison and just, you know, the I, I think the mark of just true love just stops anyone. No matter how heartless you are, I think everybody bows down to true love. And oh, I, I think that that's yeah. what kind of happened. I think mm-hmm. he, I think the, the innocent love touched him for a moment. He goes, yeah. wait, is this a feeling? <laughs> no, no, and, and that's definitely what we talked about, you know, is that is that Sebastian loved his sister. Like, I mean, that that is unquestionable. Like, he did love her, but it was just the darkness within him. He was willing to kill her just to keep being what he was and all that. And and when we were figuring out that fight at the end, and and we just got to the point where uh, he he had him by the by his throat, and the claws were coming out. And I don't, I don't remember, you know, how exactly it came up, but someone was like, "What if he?" What if the claws just go in Scott's neck and he accesses memories, you know, like on accident? You know, like what can we get for that? And we were, and we were already like, well, Crystal Reed plays, you know, his sister <laughs> and she's Allison. So what if he goes in and just gets images of her? Like what would happen? And then that's what happened in the episode. It was like it just it stops oh, him for I, just a second. It was I'm so scallison <laughs> that I was like, wow, I really feel like Allison <laughs> saved Scott because I kind of panicked a bit when I saw that happening because, I mean, who else could sk- kill Scott yeah, exactly. other than the Beast? Yeah. So I'm so happy that Allison came in for the save. It was good. True love conquers all. Absolutely. <laughs> it was nice to see all the pack members helping out this episode, including past pack members Absolutely. like Allison. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, that was very important because, I mean, 5A is all about the destruction of the pack mm-hmm. and 5B is the coming back of the pack and, and the rebuilding and all that so of course at the end of you know in the in the finale like everyone has their moment everyone has a, a chance to shine and, mm-hmm. and all that even the, the cast you know uh, even the characters who uh, aren't with us anymore you know yeah. they're still making an impact on on the pack's lives so that's, that's so good cool. it was awesome Daquan has a question for Will Wallace is Danny's story done? Anything is possible. (laughs) As we've seen, you know, characters do reappear sometimes, and we'll just have to see what happens, see where the story's going to take us. You guys, you're noticing a theme here. If you ask any future-related questions, it's one of those, uh, maybe, maybe, I I just finally got the dream job, the best job in the world, so if I say anything, I'm going to lose it. And we need him to keep his dream job. Yes. No, we need to... We need to have you keep writing because yes. the season was epic. Yes. It was uh, a lot of fun. I loved how many storylines that we got to play with mm-hmm. and go through. Uh, I liked seeing the Dread Doctor wrap up just fine. You know, got to see the man underneath the mask or the immortal man under the mask. Are we going to get there? I was just, you know, going off and just in appreciation of um, how uh, every story had a beginning, middle, and end, and it all wrapped up nicely with a nice, you know, acoustic... You know, lullaby at the very end. Everything, <laughs> everything's as it should be. Oh no! Uh, uh, the it was shot, heartwarming. Yeah, the shot of you know our original cast members, the original three at the table together is that just like powerful. that is yeah. at the end of the day. That's the show. No matter how many characters we have, it's it's those three. Yeah, I love you that know? they yeah. had the initials too. So oh. it was like Allison. Like they were all there no, together. Absolutely. Like when when we came one. up with that uh, idea in five A, we were like, this has got to be in the last episode. This has to come back at some point. And then there it was. And it was yeah, also really circle. cool, even when Lydia took Malia out to the outside of the Beacon Hill school, it was very season one, almost like with an Allison. And just, it, it brought back a lot of, you know, old vibes and tones oh, yeah. of season one, which, you know, everyone loves. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, uh, do, do we want to go into Mason and Lydia? 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, we can talk about any of this today. <laughs> a lot going on over here. Well, I was really excited to see that there was some way that we could actually save Mason because we were all questioning last episode, where did Mason go? It seemed like he vanished and now mm-hmm. Sebastian has taken over. So that's nice that they brought in the fact that Lydia's voice could pretty much save him. Yep. But I was upset with how they slashed her throat or... <laughs> Well, they almost oh. took her out of the game. Of course. Well, I mean, we we knew, uh, you know, because we, um, I'm not remember, I don't remember exactly when, uh, I think it was season one when we talked about, you know, calling a werewolf by their Christian name, snaps them back for just a second, and, and when we started breaking 5A and a little bit more 5B, we were like, okay, well, that's a great, you know, if um, if Sebastian was turned from drinking water out of the paw print of a wolf, let's go with a more, with a more ancient way of getting rid of him, and when we remembered that, we were like, okay, well, if someone has to say it, Lydia has to scream it. And then, of course, it's like, okay, well, she's going to scream it. She can't be able to scream. Like, you know, you know. so it's just like whenever you come up with that solution, it's like you have to make What's it as hard as possible. Yeah. You know, and so it's like, oh, well, she's going to be screaming at the end of this. Well, we need to rip out her throat. Oh, my God. <laughs> Somebody get oh, Lydia know. a helmet. I swear. Like, everybody's going after this poor girl's head. I'm like, you have a hole in the back of your head. Just and, cover and it up. And again, it was so cool to see at the end, you know, everyone's power is so finessed mm-hmm. to come in at the right time and um, to see them at their strongest points with, you know, Lydia and just, uh, you know, Everyone just brought their A game. And then right next time. Even yeah. Mama McCall. Yeah. Now, Absolutely. what did she put in Lydia's um, neck? It was a cortisone. Uh, <laughs> it was a cortisone shot, you know, kind of like what athletes get when they mm-hmm. hurt their knee or something on the field and then they go off and they jab them with something, let them keep playing. And we were, you know, fi- trying to figure out what that was and, you know, like how do we, you know, cut her throat and then keep her in the game. And then someone was like, oh, well, it's just like in the NFL or something. When someone hurts their elbow, they give them a shot while nobody's, <laughs> you know, like, like at halftime and they come back and play. And we were like, oh, that must, you know, that's probably not enjoyable. And we just Googled it and saw pictures with big needles and we we're like, oh, well, that, clearly, <laughs> that must be it. So, yeah. Well, my, my question is, Lydia is absolutely mm-hmm. part of Scott's pack, right? Oh, absolutely, right? yeah. Well, my, my question is, you know, was there ever a discussion that maybe Scott could heal her? Well, Scott doesn't actually heal people. Like, when he when he takes your hand and the black veins come up, he's just taking pain, you know? Uh, so it's like like if your hand is broken, okay. your hand's broken, but you he don't feel re- that pain anymore. So, um, no, he wouldn't be able to heal her, but, um, you know, had she been in, you know, great amounts of pain, like, if he'd, if he'd found her, then he probably would have taken some of her pain, but since she was already in the hospital, that makes sense. I think Mama McCall was already like, let's get some, yeah. you know, morphine in here <laughs> <Yeah>. and <clears throat> make you feel okay. So. Right. Good, good, Speaking good. Speaking of adding scenes in, like mm-hmm. the one you just were talking about, <clears throat> Kate Friedman in the chat asks you, uh, is there, or are there any scenes you were thinking about adding, but something just couldn't work? <laughs> You guys go for the cupcakes. Well, we'll so that. You guys have a show now. That is a tough question just because because it's not in an episode, mm-hmm. it could come back. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there are plenty of things that make it into episodes, but we have to cut for time or something. And then it's like, well, we're just going to hold that back and just not worry about it. And eventually some that could come back around again. So I can't really talk about those mm-hmm. things because we might do it in season six. you know. And it's like, oh, my God, they already said... That thing, and then they're like, oh, Will, you're fired. (laughs) Have have you not learned anything? (laughs) (laughs) Direct your questions to Cody (laughs) St. Because, you know, he can't get fired, he's too pretty. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, oh, very true. (laughs) Okay, I have a question. So I want to know, Will, was it a writer's room decision to have multiple villains this season compared to just one? Because we had. Killian coming back, Gerard coming back, we had the Dread Doctors, we had Theo, the Desert Wolf, we had so many, Sebastian, the Beast. Yeah. 
Um, so were you guys trying to go for, you know, a different kind of enemy each episode, a different monster each episode, or what was the change in the writer's room to have all those villains this season? Well, what we typically like to do each season is um, there are two villains to start. You know, we have an intellectual villain and then a physical villain. Mm. You know, so if you think of, like, season 3A, um, the Duroc is kind of the intellectual villain, and the Alpha Pack is the physical villain. So one of them is just going to be kicking and punching the whole time. The other one, I'm sorry. The other one has the big plan that you're slowly realizing what's going on. And by the end of it, they're the main villain. And the, But then this season, you know, because we had... Um, we had the all the villains you just mentioned, you know, um, that is like each villain kind of spawned its own new villain, you know, especially when because we always knew that the Dread Doctors would be the villains of Five A, but that they had a goal and that they were going to mm-hmm. succeed at the end of Five A, and that would give us the villain for Five B, you know. So we always, uh, you know, we definitely put a lot of thought into it going into it. But then of course, you know, Theo becomes his own villain. You know, he doesn't become a villain, but he's a villain the entire time. But he becomes so charismatic and he's such a fan favorite. And then the same thing with Gerard, where it's just like Gerard's always in the background <laughs> somewhere and if he shows up you know nothing good is probably going to come of it I mean you're probably going to get some help but then I, at some point the tables turn and all that's going to happen I wrote, so. I wrote that in, in one of the notes I said Gerard always has one of the most sickening smiles like, yes, he does. like he's just so evil no he, he's definitely got that smile that when he grins you're just kind of like I just want to move away yeah, from you please. you know so something bad's about to happen so I'm glad that his son was on to him though I'm really excited that he knew that Gerard was just looking out for himself but I think that was what one of the fans wanted to see was Gerard and Ducalian kind of have that have a little, little mono. No, mm-hmm. and uh, that mono mono we talked about for a while, and when we knew. Um, that Gerard was most likely going to come back, we also were like, well, you know, if Gerard's coming back, how about Ducalion? Because we were talking about, like, you know, Theo wants to take the beast's power, and the the character who we've seen take power in the past was Ducalion. So we're like, okay, well, he needs to be in this story. And if Gerard's in the story, well, there needs to be a, a, a Clash <laughs> of the Titans at some point. Mm-hmm. But as we started breaking those ideas, and we had lots of ideas to see that happen because, you know, Ducalion probably wants to seek revenge on Gerard for taking his eyes and all that but we were like you know what we need to just we need to reel that in as much as possible just because it's going to take away from the real Clash of the Titans mm. that's coming but anything is possible we might we might still get that at some point talk, and that would be oh, awesome talk about a be... flashback Friday <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I liked a... how we got that father son mirroring the Malia desert wolf yeah, mother absolutely. daughter no no that that just feud. slowly like that wasn't a plan that slowly just happened uh, because we knew the desert wolf was going to come in uh, in 5B but then also when uh, when we realized that Argent was going to have to go to Gerard it was like these two familial parallels you know immediately mm-hmm. started presenting themselves and we really liked kind of playing those off each other where those two storylines don't connect but you're seeing you know fathers and sons mothers and daughters and that was uh, that was just a lot of fun to oh, play yeah. with just to see bad parents because we have so many good parents yeah. on the show you know you know Stalinsky and Melissa are probably like the best TV parents around oh, man. and then to be like okay well we also have bad parents too we probably you know give them some equal time and just to see how bad it can actually be you know before the end of the season when we're able to defeat these people and, I mean and but the that. desert wolf is pretty bad she called her child a parasite oh yes she yeah, did oh, was a my. scary character like there was that free shot of when she was like about to do it and you could just see like the excitement bloodthirsty in her yeah. eyes and I was like whoa you gave birth to this <laughs> <laughs> no that was uh, uh, that de- the, the desert wolf character was a lot of fun for us to create and to write just because it was 
the most extreme parent we've had on the show. I mean, like, even, I don't think Gerard would probably kill Arjun, you know, <laughs> no. but I mean, yeah, but I mean, who knows, anything's possible, but <laughs> yeah. it was just like, we were just like, let's, you know, how far can we take the Desert Wolf where, and it was just that moment, you know, where we were like, uh, we came up with that idea that, you know, when coyotes uh, give birth, they pass a little bit of their power on mm-hmm. to their child. And they were like, well, what if the mom didn't want to do that? You know, it's like, what if she wants all that power back? And then it's like, oh, well, wow. bad things happen. Blood well, is thicker than power, man. We found it with Theo and his sister. We find it with the desert wolf and her daughter. Got to be about family. Can't be about trying to kill your offspring to take their power back. <laughs> oh, God. But we did, when she was talking about uh, Talia Hale and mm-hmm. how she was saying, you know, embrace this. It's beautiful. We have people blowing up the chat asking about everyone's other favorite hail, Peter. Oof. Oh, yeah. Saying yes. is oh, man. a Peter quote hail. about 50 times, is my Satan in a V-neck coming back. Where the hell is Peter Hale? I know his whoopy ass is not in Eichenhaus. Will, tell me. I need to know where my Satan in a V-neck is. <laughs> Ooh, Satan in a V-neck. Uh, That's awesome. I can say, watch season six. <laughs> Anything could happen, but uh, I, I, I think I can say that. We need that a new answer, Will. We, need, we just need a soundboard with Will answers. You push a button, anything could happen. Let's give him a moment. He was we have not seen the end of Peter Hale. He's one of the absolute best villains we've ever had, so let's just see what happens. There you go. Oh, Nicholas. there you go. So look at that. Patience. That's all patience. he's saying. Patience. Patience. Can patience, we patience. expect a happy ever after with the Desert Wolf and Peter? Oh my God! Uh, we, no, no, no. This is uh, happy ever after. Probably a snowball's chance in hell, um, something like that. But like, you know, when we were like, all right, well, so if the desert wolves come, so you're saying there's a chance. No, that was uh, a good but, answer. But uh, we were uh, when we knew the desert wolf was coming back. We were like, well, if mom's coming back, where's wow. where's we're dad scared. gonna be in all of this? And mm-hmm. we had lots of discussions about it. And, and and you know, as you see, Peter doesn't show up in five B, but. Who's to say he might not show up in season six, you know? And like you said, family's everything. And now we have a really messed up family floating around out there. Is Malia Malia just now, like, more strong? Or what powers did she take from her mom now? She is stronger. The powers, I can't say, because we are going to definitely be delving uh, delving into that in uh, season six, specifically in uh, 601. But uh, you'll just have to wait and see. But she, you know, if if she, you know, was powerful enough already, she's probably going to be a little bit more powerful now. And uh, her abilities are probably a lot more codified and, and strengthened now that her mom doesn't have those powers anymore. So we've got good stuff coming. Good stuff coming. I'm really excited. <clears throat> oh, you know what? Real quick, um, shout out to my little brother, Brandon Malady, who's in the hospital right now oh. for, for his eye. Aww. Hope he doesn't end up like Deucalion, or maybe oh. maybe we do. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Brandon. Thanks for watching. And shout out to everyone else who's watching live. It's, it's quite an experience because you can tweet us live. You can chat with us live. I know it's the last episode. Oh, we didn't give out the number. Yeah. We could. You could call us live. 424. 424 253 Nice. Nice. Call us. Call me. Oh my god. Replay that. Yeah, just just a quick shout out to, uh, you know, uh, Johan on Twitter, uh, James Jordan on Twitter. James Jordan, we love you. You guys, I mean, you really make the uh, interactive part of being on AfterBuzz TV so awesome. So. Florina. Sorry, she loves our screen. She gets those screenshots for us. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shout out to everybody. Um, yeah. 
you guys, you, you make it uh, possible, you make it worthwhile, and doing this show is so much fun with you, the fans. So, shout Always out to about everyone. The fans. Always about the fans. Moving on into... You guys, I like that Marcel was a Dread Doctor. Do we ever find out? Do you guys think that we'll find out who the other Dread Doctors are? Or is that story totally done? What do you guys think? Dead Doctors? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I like that it was Marcel, though, right? What's that? No, we had someone ask about the backstory about Marcel. So, um, Mm -hmm. were were they more than friends is what someone asked in in a tweet to me. Mm. Were they more than friends? Anything's possible. I mean... We didn't see what happened, you know, but that would make it very, very heartbreaking if that is the case, you know, just because the mask comes off and he's like, all this was for you. And then Sebastian says, if this is immortality, I think you were taken for a ride, <laughs> you know, Darn. and it's heartbreaking, you know, and, and, uh, I kind of like that just because, you know, the, you know, this is Team Wolf, so the more heartbreaking, the better, but, um, Hey, we all go, you know, we would all go to extreme lengths to uh, be with the we person have, we love. So. I think we have a callers oh, coming awesome. in right now, actually. Awesome. Hey. Some questions. Hello, caller. You're calling into AfterBuzz TV with the Teen Wolf panel. Please say your name and where you are from. Nice. Sim from the Bahamas. Sim from the Bahamas. Oh, nice. Sim from the Bahamas. We had some from the Bahamas whenever I was here. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. What's going on tonight? Um, I just want to say... This finale was like the best. Yeah. <laughs> I'm there with you. I, it was fun. I mean, well, besides the season one, because the season one was always the greatest, mm. but mm. you know, this one had to be the best. And it, it was a lot of plot twists. I was like, all episodes, I was like, <gasps> no! What? That's what yes. you like to do. No! Double cross! Haha! <laughs> That's when Theo was going in the ground, by the way. And. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, this was the best one since season one, I swear. You are you are Wonderful. right about that. Can, well, can, we, get a, can we get a howl from you? Oh, 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 oh! Thanks for calling in. I, yeah, I think thank we have you for another calling. Call in one more. Hello, you're calling into AfterBuzz TV with the awesome Teen Wolf panel. Please say your name and where you are from. Um, my name is Prisca. I'm from North Carolina. Hey, Prisca. Prisca from the NC. Thanks for calling in tonight. Do you have a question for Will? Is this for Teen Wolf? This is Teen Wolf, right? Yes. Yeah. This is Teen Wolf. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, first first off, I just want to say that you guys are all awesome. Oh, thank Aww. you so much. Very nice of you. You're we, awesome. we all think you're and, awesome. Yes. And second off, I wanted to ask Will, what do you think Will ex- um, will what should we look forward to in season six? Ooh, uh, mm. a lot of excitement, a lot <laughs> of drama, and uh, just the pack getting stronger and stronger all the time. Because you know the, the our pack, they're heading into their final months of senior year and all that. It's it's a big time in their lives, wow. you know, and adulthood is crashing in around them as fast as possible. But uh, you just gotta wait and watch, and it's going to be amazing. I promise you that. He promised. He promised. He promised. He promised. Promise. 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 Wow. Three times he promised. I keep my promises. Get all the pinkies in. Yeah. yeah. I keep my promises. It's going to be worthwhile. All right. Can we get a howl from you, too? Can we? A howl? Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is going to be awkward, but okay. Uh. Oh! Yeah! <laughs> Wonderfully done. Thanks for calling. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. I think we have another calling. Bring them on. Yeah, bring bring them to Afterbus TV. You're on live with the Teen Wolf panel. Say your name and where you're from. 
Also, turn down your speakers as well, please. Oh. Hey, caller, what's your name and where are you from? I'm Isaiah Barnett from Tucson, Arizona. Hey, what's hey, up? Isaiah. Yeah, from Arizona. Yeah. Thanks what's, for calling. Do you have a question yeah. for our panel? Yeah, I have a question for your panel. I was wondering um, uh, who, who the guy in the yellow is and the girl in the maroon shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well my, name, well, my <laughs> name is Will, and uh, I started the video late, so I don't know who's on. Oh, gotcha. I'm Will. I'm one of the writers. It's nice to talk to you, man. That's Will Wallace. Will He's Wallace. one of the writers on Teen Wolf, and yeah. that, of course. And I'm Courtney. And do you have a question for Will <laughs> from the episode? Mm. Isaiah, are you still Wait, there? Excuse me. Repeat yourself. Please. Oh, I was saying, do you have a question for Will or from a uh, comment for the show? Yeah, I actually wanted to talk to. Uh, to, uh... Oh? Oh my gosh, I can't remember his name. Will! Cody? This guy? Cody? Cody? Will? Yeah, Cody, Cody, Cody. Cody! Cody. Yeah. Cody. Cody. Yeah. Cody. Hey! Acting with uh, Tyler Bates and Jim O'Brien. What's up, man? <laughs> What's your question? How, how it was acting with Tyler Posey and Jim O'Brien. Oh man, it was it was such a blast. Like you know, I I knew Tyler Posey. Um, we t I took my first acting class ever with him over at Gray Studios. So it was, it was he was such a good leader in introducing me to everyone. And and Dylan O'Brien's just you know he's a real class act. He's a total pro. And um he's he's just, they're all just amazing energy to be around. And it was a it was it was an honor and complete blast. Oh, that sounds great, man. That's awesome. <laughs> Can't ask for much better than that. Thank you so much no, for calling Isaiah yeah. Thank from you, Arizona. Isaiah. And uh, we are, uh, over on T-Wolf, it's really an embarrassment of riches that we have with our cast because everyone's great. And Aww. it is yeah. it is really a big family atmosphere. And it is just uh, it's just a joy to be able to go to work every single day and get to work with all these people. So it's, it's wonderful. Aww. Okay, feels, I, before we get into an interview with you, Will, like, I have to know. So obviously, it's Sebastian's energy did not die, and he climbed into that body that was keeping the Dread Doctors alive, and now he's like tiptoed away, and he's alive in the Nazi soldier. Mm. It seems like he's not saying anything. Anything is possible. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is, Do you guys feel like that's okay? a very interesting theory. We'll just have to see what happens. They're gonna write that on your headstone. Oh, t-shirt. Yeah, t-shirt. What is it? <laughs> We have one more caller. Hi, you're calling into AfterBuzz TV on the Teen Wolf panel. Say your name and where you're from. They hung up. Let's try this guy. Hi, welcome to AfterBuzz TV. I want to talk to this guy more. Thank you for calling in. And can you say your name and where you're from? Hello. 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 Hey. Hi. Hi, you're calling in the Teen Wolf after show on AfterBuzz TV. Please say your name and where you're from, buddy. My name is Noah from Ohio. Hey, Ohio. Noah. Ohio. Wait a second. I'm from Ohio. What part of Ohio, Noah? Cincinnati. Oh, nice. I'm from Dayton, dude. What's up? OH. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Do you have a question about tonight's episode for our panel? Yes. I have two things. I'm really glad that we didn't kill any, kill any like, main cast members like we did with Allison a few seasons back. Mm. True. I was kind Same. of scared for Lydia. I was like, Ooh. I know. Anything can happen. That's all the questions. Are we going to see Derek next season? Derek? If you haven't seen him 
since last season. It has been a while, and as I said before, we're just going to have to wait for season six. It is just early days to be talking about that. But keep watching the show. Anything is possible. <laughs> oh, you got you to cue the lasers when he says that, because that's yes. just too great. <clears throat> Guys, uh, we will ask questions, but let's keep it to this season that already happened. In the future, obviously, Will's going to be writing it. Um, and it's going to be something that we can look forward to. But uh, mm-hmm. good stuff coming. Good stuff coming. I want to yeah. know more about your writing process for this season, and we will get to that in a minute. Excellent. Caller, thank you so much for for watching and calling in. Can we get a howl? Nope, they already left. Okay, nope. let's, <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk to Will. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk yeah. to this guy. <clears throat> we only got a few minutes left. Do, we Do you have, have a question? Or you want to no. shoot first? Oh, Will. Um, you know what? I'm going to let you go first. Okay. Well, so I've always been asking people what their uh, initial influences were when they were younger to get into whatever they were, but a fan on YouTube actually mm-hmm. wanted me to ask you what your current influences are. Oh, my current influences. <laughs> uh, well, oh my God, this is going to sound like I'm brown nosing, but I'm not brown nosing, I promise at all. Uh, uh, my biggest influence at the moment is uh, Jeff Davis, the creator of the show. Aww, Just because, so no, no, every day he's, he reads so many books and, and, and just, you know, is always trying to find the best ways to tell stories and all that. And so every day, you know, there's always kind of like this new lesson on how to tell story and, and like new ways we can, we can, you know, bring those lessons into Teen Wolf and just to tell the absolute best story possible. And like every day it seems like he's listening to a different audiobook or reading a new book and he's like, this is what I'm reading today. And we're like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm, yep, 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 yep. You know, we're opening up our Amazon or our Audible accounts be like, gotta download this, you know, and, and just to try and stay up with it. And, and so he's kind of uh, the biggest influence uh, at the moment. Yeah. He, he is so talented. I mean, he works so hard he's so inventive and and uh you know i i look up to jeff also too not you know like he the the ideas that he just comes up with is uh they're just they're just so good oh yeah <laughs> they're, they're good. Good. I, good i have a personal question for right like what how do you guys find those moments of of just completely f- like mind effing people what like, how do you do it? like how does it go like you're just watching it and then all of a sudden like wait what just happened <laughs> How well, does that happen? Uh, well, it, it it's usually just, like, it surprises us in the room. Like, we don't really go into it thinking about, like, you know, how can we do that to a character? It's usually just, <laughs> what does this character want and what do they need? You know, what is the journey we want to give them this season? And then it's just as we're, we're breaking the season and, and we just find these little moments. They just mm. pop up and we don't even look for them. It's just this moment appears and you're like we have okay this is really good we need to figure out how can we you know get as much drama uh out of this as possible and and it's really just always a surprise with those moments where it's just they just fall in your lap and you're not even thinking about it and because if you're thinking about it you might not get the best out of it you know Mm -hmm. because if you're trying too hard to be like oh i really want to this is what i want to accomplish today and then, but that's not just the way it works sometimes with, you know, working on a show or, or trying to tell a story. It's just, it just presents I, I itself. I think that's even just real life. You know, I think oh, ev- yeah. everybody has mm-hmm. wants and you don't get everything that you want. And then how do these characters react when they don't get what they want? And what is it that they didn't get? No, 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 absolutely. That's, that's really very cool. I want to know, I always ask, uh, what was your favorite moment on set? Can If you could think back to season five only, actually. Let's season make it a little bit more exclusive. Five. Uh... Oh my God! Um, 
Oh, okay. No, no. My favorite moment on set is something that uh, nobody got to see because it only uh, it's only on our iPhones. But um, no, no, it's like when the Dread Doctors, the our very first day when we had all three Dread Doctors in costume, and we were trying to figure out how they move, like how what like what are the personalities of each one. So we just uh, uh, Eric, one of our one of our excellent uh, writers and exec producers, like we it was just uh, it was he and I and I think one of the some of the stunt guys and the actors playing the Dread Doctors, and we just went into um, one of the high school corridors because they were shooting on another stage, and we were just like, all right, just just walk around let's just see what happens and we tried like all these interesting you know because we knew we were going to have like all these insectile sounds that kind of precede them and we're like, okay well maybe if they move creep you know you know creepily and like maybe their you know their joints don't work so well exactly you know? <laughs> that's it exactly and, and okay. that was the best it was just figuring out how they walk and, and how they move and we went through a whole bunch of iterations and then we just saw them uh, you know, we just shot some uh, with one of with our with our better cameras and we just like just put it in slow motion and see what it looks like and they look so good just walking it's just they're very you know calm and collected and it's it's that calmness and and that uh, that makes them very sinister because like as you see in the fight scenes you know like like Liam or Scott they just try as hard as they can and they don't even affect the dread doctors the dread doctors just swipe them away so easily and that was uh you know finding finding how the dread doctors work was probably my favorite uh my favorite moment on set so, I have a question yeah. speaking of fight scenes mm-hmm. and all those cool scenes that you guys write in as as the writer I want to know what goes on in the writing room when you're when you're coming up with ideas for cool stuff to happen like like if it was me I'd be like and then his body explodes into a thousand pieces and each piece turns into a mini wolf and those it's like, is that you know? That's do you have why to, you're not a writer. I know. You have to consult. That sounds amazing. That was so. cool. <laughs> that sounds amazing. When you're writing, do you have to kind of coordinate with your special effects team and director, like everyone else that's involved, oh, it's, in it's order an, to come up with those it's ideas? It's incredibly collaborative. Like I mean, what we write in the script isn't always what gets shot. You know, we'll just write kind of like a paragraph or two that's like the, that encompasses the fight because we know that our directors are going to bring a lot to the table, and the stunt, you know, the the stunt players and our actors and our stunt coordinator are going to bring so much to the table. So sometimes we keep it a little bare bones just to see what they're going to give us and sadly a lot of times we have to cut out a ton of stuff just for time you know because they give us again it's like an embarrassment of riches like you start watching the dailies and it's like we didn't script that part but that is amazing (laughs) that has to make it in you know and then uh it's it's just the best that's so cool it's a massive collaboration to hear your process and speaking of cutting things out because of time it sounds like (laughs) we have to cut out this the riches for time never enough time i know but Thank you so much for answering those questions. Guys. Thank no, you, guys. No, this will. was a, a pleasure. If they have more questions, where can they tweet you? Uh, you can find me at, at MrBlue795. <laughs> <laughs> I will answer every single one. I promise. Aww. Oh, that's so sweet. Aww. Please tweet him. <laughs> Just auto-reply. And anything auto-reply. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Watch season six. <laughs> so. And I want to thank AfterBuzz TV for letting me come on Aww. as a host and doing this for my first time. It was so much fun. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. Friend. We love you, Cody. Yes, well done. I love AfterBuzz. I love you guys. Well done. Where can we follow you, Cody? You guys can follow me at, at Cody St. New, C O D Y S A I N T N E W. You guys know you can follow me at Cinematic Escape. And thanks for joining us this season. It's been so much fun. Yes, and keep in touch with me at Teznos on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. I will still be looking at all of your tweets because I'm going to miss this Teen Wolf mm. show. Mm. We'll be back. Always come back. Yes, we will. And don't worry, we'll be back. I'm Ryan Mallet. You guys can keep up with me <laughs> at Ryan Mallady everywhere. Tweet me, send me stuff because I will be paying attention and being pumped for season six. This was a great season. Super Thank you so pumped. much. I love Thank you. Thank you guys for bringing me onto your panel this season. I can't wait for next season. Oh, this is so much fun. 
Um, keep up with me. Keep chatting with me until season six at Elena Jordan on Twitter and on Instagram at that Elena Jordan girl. Wow. Nice. It's kind of a cat. All right. After Buzz TV <laughs> listeners, I guess at the count of three, what are we going to do? We're going to one, two, three. Buzz you later. <laughs> We're going to eat this cupcake. Mm. Ow. Oh, no, 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 no. Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Oh my God. Buzz you later. Oh. <laughs> 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 Those of the host only do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.